This episode of Adventures in Aurelia is brought to you by Gabe and Jeff from Interparty Conflict and Chai Kai on Patreon. You can join them in supporting the show at patreon.com forward slash adventures in Aurelia. Hello, and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Krista, and I play as Ariel, who is a divine soul sorceress. I'm Chris, I play Rim, a human paladin. I'm Chantel, I play Kanina, a tiefling sorceress. I'm Caitlin, I play Tempest, a water genasi ranger. I'm Damien, I'm the DM, and I just had to shut my computer down. Because it was making noise. <laughs> oh no! It was driving me crazy. This episode, we like to give it a shout out to Z Bashu's animated spellbook on YouTube. Why do you like them, Krista? Um, I like the art for the animations. I think he's really funny. And uh, there's some things that I've actually learned from it too that I didn't know. So. And what spurred on this conversation today? What spurred on the conversation? Yeah. The fireball. Oh, the, yeah. The f- he just re- put out a fireball episode. And with uh, Nina liking fireballs so much, I had to, of course, watch it. I watch them all anyways. But yeah, I had to link it to her <laughs> and be like, this is for Nina. Flame on. <laughs> his, his sorcerer. Or his sorcerer is actually a sorceress. So it was funny for me to see the face that he made her make because oh. it made me think of Nina. Yeah. There were definitely I, parallels there. <laughs> I liked his magic steed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that flees. Yeah, I like the personality that he gives to the narrator. It's the whole the whole thing is very upbeat. I've watched a few episodes as well, and it's it's very fun to watch. Yeah. So who remembers the train wreck that was our last session? Oh, boy. Speaking. We survived. <laughs> Rem's asleep. Yep. Well, there was definitely we got a wreck. To the lake. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad about it. I'm the one that edits it and just goes, uh, chase mechanics that I messed up. <laughs> they seem to work out pretty well. I think it worked for us. It did None work. None of us knew how to actually how. Yeah, I mean, like works, I, I've so. seen even even uh, Troy had problems with chase mechanics, and he had that card system they were using. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I I did in the end feel kind of bad, but it also worked in the the like whole way that D and D works for letting Chantel roll her inspiration dice on an effect that wasn't gonna do anything. <laughs> Caitlin was awake when I was editing that part. I'm like, oh, yeah. I feel after bad. the fact, you realize that regardless of Why? if your inspiration had been good or not, it wouldn't have worked. Uh-huh. So he let you tried to sleep. intimidate the gnolls. Oh. And just, I was like, this ain't gonna work. Yeah. But I was also like, well, if I tell her That's not to use her game. inspiration, mm-hmm. but I was just like, I can't believe I encouraged that. I feel like a dick. <laughs> part of the As game, though. I was very enemies. mystified why my standing on top of the wagon and all my fiery might was not intimidating them. <laughs> but they're dog people that are hungry. But they're also dog people who might be intimidated by someone who looks like a larger predator than them. <laughs> so I was trying to do some sort of logic. No, I don't you, think were pre, that smart. you were pre-barbecued. 
<laughs> yeah, they're like, she's cooking herself. <laughs> I think they prefer the meat raw and squirming. <laughs> but as all of this alludes to, our last episode session was all just a big, long chase scene. Fun. Which you guys, you guys came out on top. You guys had some, some humor on both sides, both on what had <laughs> happened to the gnolls and as you guys got knocked off of the cart because you handed the reins over to someone that doesn't know how to how to drive. I like how we were just like... You drive. Yeah, you drive. You don't know how to drive. You've never, you've barely been on land before. So here, you have the reins. Control this is these. kind of like a boat. And then we'll get on top of the roof because that's a great that idea on a moving well. vehicle. <laughs> well, to be fair, you can spend- ride the whip. You know, overall, I'm just happy Kanina got to use Agonazar's sculpture. <laughs> Did you actually end up using it? Yes, yeah. and I fried okay. the last two. Was it two that were remaining? There were two that were remaining. I don't know if you hit. I think you hit both of them. I don't know if they both died at that moment. But yeah, you you were able to use it like right at the end. Mm-hmm. And then you guys went over to a lake. You, you kept, continued your way off the main road to a lake to establish watches for the night. Now, Abelith is going to come out of the water and kill us. What you had said was that Kanina was going to take first watch, mm-hmm. then Ariel was going to take se- second, Tempest was going to take third, and Rem was going to take watch last. Is we'll that have to still? Wake- yeah, Rem is already passed. He doesn't out. know, so we'll have to wake you'll him just, up. Yeah, you'll wake me up and be like, hey, it's your watch. Be like, <laughs> yeah, Tempest will have to wake you up. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and then you're shit. Ariel also makes sure everybody's got your 10 points of healing yes ariel well, also did we're all resting healing. so we're all healing unless I'm yeah we're all going know. up to full but you don't points. get your full rest benefits until the rest yeah. is over so right. this is just so is... something happens mm-hmm. you've got to make sure you have those 10 points yeah but we get the 10 points now yes now yeah she already yes. did her healing did. 10 minutes that brings me up to full anyway so yep. i'm good yeah me as well I'm 10 low but mm-hmm. yeah so don't don't reset your spells and stuff just in case something happens overnight <laughs> Even if we were on full, we would want to stop so that way our horse could rest. Our horses. We have two, not one. I know. We have two horses. Last time we spoke, it seemed like we only had princess. But then when I was listening to- That's the only one you cared about. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But I listened to the podcast. I was like, oh, there's two. (laughs) I need to make sure everybody knows that we have two horses. Everyone Everybody does. Except you. <laughs> I was so focused on yeah, Princess. Yeah, Princess was the main it's one. It's not his name. <laughs> the other, the other yes, one is it fine. is. We have established. No, you have established. <laughs> it's Ariel bought one of the horses. That one belongs to her. She named it Princess. <laughs> Gouged. And I believe Nina owns the other one. Yeah. What was it the the piebald or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Piebald. Yes. Sure. That's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Equine terms. You had you had a black stallion. I had some sort of. Yeah. I know what I know what these words mean. Yes. I don't. <laughs> I know a stallion is a Mustang and all that kind of stuff, but I don't. Stallion know. definitely means like yeah. A I'm, male waiting horse. For, a I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for some like horse nerd to be like Mustangs. Are well, wild. actually, <laughs> you can't use the word piebald like that. It doesn't mean what you think it means. I'm. Just, I know. It was just the first word that came to my head because I don't know horse things, just like I don't know boat things. So, Kanina, it is your watch. Go ahead and uh, give me a a flat D20. Let's see how this watch is going to go. Four. Four? Uh Oh. Oh. 
Don't ooh. The DM just said ooh. <laughs> and smiled. Oh, we're gonna I'm die. not wearing the shirt right now, okay? It doesn't matter. You're still a DM. <laughs> no, he's super. The shirt mad. is just a warning. Well, guys, I hope you weren't expecting to get any rest. <laughs> oh, boy. 37 gnolls appeared. Kanina. Yes. About an hour into your watch, you're, I, are you keeping a fire going or anything? Yes. So you guys have this, this fire lit. You're keeping it going. And the moon's out tonight. And you've got a relatively full moon. It's, you're on plane, so it's lighting the area around you a, a fair bit. Especially since you're somewhere so open right next to a lake. And go ahead and roll me a perception check. Eleven. Eleven? You're not really making out any sort of details. You're not even necessarily sure that you're seeing things. Like, actually seeing things. You might think that you're just seeing things. (laughs) But off in the direction that you had come from, you're noticing dark shapes moving along where the road was. You, you're a couple miles off of the road right now. Okay. Um, well, Kanina kind of remembers what happened last time she saw dark shadowy shapes out in the far off distance. So she's gonna go ahead and go wake up uh, <laughs> Ariel, since Ariel goes on the next watch anyways and she just wants to have someone else who has ranged attacks that can be up with her, so. Okay, Ariel, you have been asleep for an hour give or take as Kanina approaches you okay so go ahead and so yeah I'll go into the uh, back of the wagon where you and Tempest were and I'll just or not wagon sorry tent tent because Rem has the wagon you two set up the tent (laughs) I'll go into the tent and I'll just kind of quietly go over and kind of touch your shoulder and gently shake you big toe Mm. Ariel Ariel wake up I see some shapes out there. I want you to come check with me. Shapes? Yes. There, there might be more gnolls. Are they making sounds? Not yet. I just see shapes out in the distance, but we don't, I don't, they're coming from the direction that we came, so we know that there was more out there, so I'd like you to come take watch with me just in case. Okay. And she'll get up. Yeah. If she's not moving fast enough, Nina will kind of, you know, hustle her together. <laughs> 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 As the iron grip of friendship closes around Perhaps your wrist. Perhaps me pulls me out of it. Yeah. She'll make sure she has what she needs and she'll kind of just like yank her out with her. We'll sit kind of by the fire and <laughs> we'll just kind of keep watching that area. So I saw them kind of in that direction and... You have dark vision, right? Yeah, I have dark vision. These are like over a mile out so you're seeing them in shapes. Ram, what do you need? Be- because you're a tiefling, do you have like glowing eyes? Only when my mantle the flame is on. No, I mean like like the reflection of light like a cat. Like if you were to look at her near the, the fire, would she be like, huh? Probably not. Like mm, golem eyes. Probably no different than my eyes. No, your eyes just glow. <laughs> your yours your are eyes glowy have all the time. glowing eyes. No, no, they're regular eyes unless she has mantle the flame on. Don't do that. <laughs> Nina? Yes. Uh... Maybe we should put out the fire. Because we're kind of a, a beacon of light right now. Ariel. Mm. Roll perception. Come on, 20. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Critical one. All right. Continue <sighs> your conversation. I don't see anything. You think we should put out the fire? I kind of feel safer with it around. 
Nina will kind well, of poke a stick to make it a little see brighter. In the dark, right? Yeah. I can see in the dark too. And it's not really a case of seeing necessarily, but we could put our backs together and watch both ways. Okay, <laughs> I like that idea. And then, what, what was that? An arrow. We see lands that, right? right into the fire, and you see the fire creep along its its shaft and start burning. Okay, maybe we should put out the fire. <laughs> Okay. Um, Nina's gonna. Um, you can control fire, right? And yeah. So Nina will go smart. ahead and pretty much, yeah, dim the fire all the way down. <laughs> so oh, like, are you are you gonna? Because you have like, kind of an ability to control fire. As, yes. As part of your phoenix sorcery. Mm-hmm. Um, are you gonna dim it down to like embers, or are you gonna try and totally snuff it out? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what I can actually do before I do that. Uh, da, 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 da. What kind of moon is it? It is the 22nd, so it would be three quarters moon? Waxing or waning? Uh, Waning. And is there cloud cover? Not very much. Okay. So the, the kind of mist light. that you were dealing with yesterday had burned off towards the end of the day. Okay. So it's like also dim-ish your- light. Yeah, like you, you, they can see in the moonlight, but they can't make out any details. And basically, what they're what they think they're seeing is they they just like there's like if you've ever been out like out camping yeah. and you're just like I think I see something moving yeah like across the river, just that shadow. Mm, I have a question: How long has Ariel been sleeping? An hour, only about an hour. So she doesn't have any spell. Well, no, wait. Unless she you have has, something that comes back from a short rest. She has one first level spell. Yeah, but that's don't you, it. Don't you also get your ability back after a short rest? Nope, only long rest. Oh well. Um, so I actually cannot control fire per se. I can ignite things with a touch, but with my thaumaturgy cantrip, I can dim fire. So I would like to do that with my you can okay. Dim it or so snuff it. Dim the the. With with it being through thaumaturgy, what I'm going to kind of interpret that as being is the fire is there and it's as much as it is, mm-hmm. but you have kind of cut off its radius. To, mm-hmm. Basically, it's still it's still like roaring, not really roaring because you would have kept it going kind of slow, but you've basically pulled all of the light into where it's concentrated within like a ten foot area, mm-hmm. just like only around. So you're just like looking at it through a set of sunglasses. Yeah. So um. I'll- so somebody like miles away isn't going to be able to see it. Not well. So yeah, she'll still dim see it. it in darkness though. So she'll dim it as much as possible. And then she's going to run over to uh, the tent and grab Tempest to wake her up. And then she'll motion to Ariel to go to the wagon for Rem. Uh, Ariel's going to see that it's still lit and Ariel's going to say, fuck that and just kick dirt on top of it and put it out manually. Yeah. <laughs> Like the non-spell way. <laughs> you don't have prestidigitation. I don't have anything. I can light things. Like prestidigitation can put out a campfire. I don't have that. Okay, just saying. Um, yeah, the only thing I can do is create light or firebolt to ignite things. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so Kanina talks to Ariel. Yeah. So um, all right, we got the fire down. Um, go get Ram. I'm gonna go get Tempest. All right, I'm going to kick it the fire out all the way as I'm doing that at the same time. 
You don't have to tell me to do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. She might. Yeah. She's she's established yeah. as being socially awkward, yeah. where she's probably actually just going. Yeah. I'm gonna kick this fire out that you didn't. As really I'm kicking put out. it out. <laughs> oh. And then I'll go get him. Unnecessary, but okay. Yeah, you do you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's start with Kanina. You do you, boo. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'll go into the tent and be like Tempest, and she'll you know grab her shoulder, shake her, wake up. What? Tempest we, we got, and Kanina roll perception. We got. <laughs> can uh -oh. I still talk. Uh, Tempest, roll perception with disadvantages. You've just been woken up. Yeah. Tempest, do you have dark vision? I don't think. So. Yes. I don't remember. Let me check. Check. Seventeen. Well, that sucks. Was that a crit one that I saw? Yeah. Oh. Ah, oh, shit. I rolled really well for my first one, but I was at disadvantage. It makes sense since you're kind of still waking up and bleary-eyed and stuff. Um, and as far as I can tell, I do not. I imagine you, you probably don't. Mm -hmm. I'm amphibious. <laughs> I can breathe underwater. That'd be handy if they try to drown us in the lake. I have a swim speed of 30. <laughs> also handy if they drown us in the lake. <laughs> But cannot see in the dark. <laughs> Good dear. Another one of my characters. And someone put out the fire. <laughs> Wait, why do we need the fire? They can't see in the dark. They don't have dark vision. We can have them stand in the wagon. <laughs> and you guys are going to take down whatever it was? Yeah, no. Nina's going to probably be lighting up something when she gets out there again. <laughs> but anyways, that's beside the point. Hasn't happened yet. Well, once they see us, maybe they'll not see us and go past us trying to find us. Yeah. So, Kanina, go ahead and uh, continue. Um, I rolled 20 perception, by the way. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, so. Uh, Tempest, we have incoming fire. Someone shot an arrow at us. I'm not sure who it is yet. I'm pretty sure it's more nulls, though. They came from the direction that we were coming from. <sighs> Kanina, like... What was that? Like, in the split second, hears an arrow, like the tent and moves like reflexively moves to the side as i'm doing that i'm grabbing tempest and kind of shoving her with me like and protecting her bodily another crudely made arrow sticks into the ground like right into uh ariel's uh sleeping bag because ariel was sleeping in the tent before right yes yeah oh boy yeah that was a so close they know call us. They know uh, where we are without the fire yeah. So, uh, yeah, because they probably have dark vision. And <laughs> you would still have need They also can fire at the where they saw. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a close call. Uh, get your stuff ready. Let's, uh, he preferred battle. <laughs> Does dark vision only go 60 feet? Now, one thing, since you guys were all taking a rest, you're probably all unarmored right now. Mm. I don't know. Rim passed out. Yeah, Rem might be the only one in armor who will have to make a con save in the. Yeah. Or get in the morning. Mm -hmm. Nina doesn't have armor, so I need to Tempest. Check on you don't something. sleep in your armor, do you? No. <laughs> and I don't think Ariel has. I armor. don't wear armor. She but wears leather, so armor. technically that doesn't hurt anything if she does sleep in it. It's only if you have metal, like scale or plate. I yeah, think, I wear leather wears. armor. I thought it. It's like medium and heavy. I think and leather. I can't even cast, uh, use a sorcery point because I think I'm only down to one sorcery point. Uh -uh. Well, because I used two for mage armor and didn't I use one for a distance spell? Yes, you did. <laughs> so yeah, I only have one. Mm -hmm. My thing is all 
By the way, your mage armor might be gone. It lasts eight hours. Yeah, and you cast it in the morning. Yeah. Uh, No, it wouldn't have been morning. That would have been midday. She's probably still got it because I remember she cast the mage armor because you guys saw movement up oh, ahead. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I got startled when it he... It would have been like an hour or two before you got to the point. The null fight was pretty short, and it's only been another three, okay. maybe four hours, so she'd have it for at least this combat. Okay. Assuming it doesn't require concentration or no. anything. Nope. Uh, it just lasts eight hours. Yep. It just adds three points to my armor class. So I'd be the only one. Mm-hmm. Wait, would he he would be passed out in his armor, right? We established that? Yeah. I was trying to figure out the mage armor thing, so I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> but because of that, I might also suf- suffer exhaustion, mm-hmm. which oh. can put me at disadvantage. Uh. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. This might make it to where Tempest would still choose to sleep in armor. Medium armor still is a armor. penalty. Uh, leather armor is light armor? Yeah. Okay, then yes, Tempest would be able to sleep in her armor, no problem. Um, sleeping in armor, sleeping in light armor has no adverse effect on the wearer, but sleeping in medium or heavy armor makes it difficult to recover fully during a long rest. The only actual downsides to choosing to sleep in armor are you only regain um, a quarter of your hit dice uh, to a minimum of one. So at your guys' level, if you sleep in medium or heavy armor, you only regain one hit dice. And Is that how we're... Cause- before you were saying it didn't matter, you didn't do the half thing. Well, this is this is a penalty for sleeping in okay. armor, so I'm definitely going to adhere to that. And if you have any levels of exhaustion, you will not uh, recover from a long rest. So it won't have any adverse effects really on any of you, especially since I don't think Rem spent any hit dice over the last day. Nope. So Tempest would be in her armor. Um, Rem passed out, so he is in his armor, but it's not going to have an effect on him yet, because he wouldn't recover any of that anyways. Does it affect, now, this could be just a house rule, does it affect how much you would, health you would just gain? Like, because normally you full heal overnight, um, or it all night, would you? No. But you still it? wouldn't have recovered yet. Yeah, no, I wouldn't, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, if I had decided to wear it all night, would it be like, well, because you wore it all night, you have to roll, and if you you know, roll low, you only get half of what a full hit would be. I might do something like that based on a constitution roll at a later time, but right now I'm just going to allow it to still be a full heal because you still slept and Mm. recovered, even if, I mean, you're already still taking some penalties as a result. Okay. So anyways, this arrow, like, pierced uh, Tempest and and Ariel's tent where Tempest was sleeping while Kanina was waking her up. And they're in the process of getting up. Let's move over to Ariel, who's going to wake up Rem. Hey, Rem. And I'm like shaking him. Rem. Rem. Who's there? Who's there? What's going on? Where am I? How are you feeling? What? Who are you? I'm Ariel. How are you feeling? I feel like I slept on a bolt. We have incoming. Incoming what? I don't know, maybe gnolls. How do you know they're coming? Ooh, arrows at our campsite. Okay, he's going to sit up and realize it's pitch black inside the wagon and very dark outside. Go I can't see perception. shit. Both of you. Do I have to do disadvantage? 
Yes. Oh, that sucks. It's not a one, at least. Uh, 12. Four. I rolled a 17 and a 7. Did you add your perception? Oh, I've never added my perception. What? what? One with a one. <laughs> Who taught you how to play? <laughs> That's the whole uh, point of a perception check. Well, the... <laughs> the last time I rolled a critical one, to be fair. Yeah. And my perception's plus two, so six. <laughs> okay, good, because you needed a five to notice the thunk. Oh. <laughs> like, it's coming, like, into the back of the cart that you guys have. Like, they not followed the us. I put out the fire, but I'm pretty sure they can still see us. Well, I can't see anything. I'll, I'll. So he's going to, like, crawl further I'll in. just light up my hand. Good God, that's bright! <laughs> Out outside the outside the cart, gonna blind me. I don't want to be spotted by. Well, you're just blinding us to the night. I'll like kind of put it in my robe, <laughs> so it just dims. The <laughs> <wagon>. <laughs> I'm gonna pull out um, or one of the torches I have, and look at Ariel and be like, "Light up this, not with fire, with your light." Okay, and she'll light it up. And then he's just gonna. Which way were they? What? Which way? I'm not telling you. What are you so, going to do? Kanina and Tempest, you would have <laughs> I'm now holding a giant beacon over your head. You want me to hold it over your head or you want me to throw it? Okay, you two pause. <laughs> I should Tempest never and Kanina, you like are crawling out of the tent yes. and see Ariel like light up the inside of the cart so light is spilling out of the door. Looks like somebody has a flashlight light inside up, of the house. Yeah, light up re- a, like just a stick that Rem pulls out and you see them arguing. <laughs> um, so, um, she's gonna kind of, you know, uh, tap Tempest and be like, let's go over there, I don't know what they're doing. So, <laughs> At least you say go over there, and be like, let's go away. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, let's just leave them, they'll be perfect <laughs> paying for us to get yeah. away now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> perfect, they're a distraction. Okay. Uh, uh, Tempest, can you keep watch and take cover while I go grab those two with whatever they're doing? <laughs> just watch my back, I'm gonna go grab them. Okay. They're making too much noise and light. And then, yeah, so Nina's going to full speed it toward the wagon. And if she, you know, like the, I guess, hop in. The wagon's only like 20 feet away. Yeah, so she'll hop in and be like, what are you doing? Which Ari- way are these things coming from? They're from are the you going to throw it at them? Ari- yes! Shush. Um, you, you were the one who put out the fire in the first place. I thought you didn't want light. Kate, was good Which you way are they coming from? They're coming from where we were. Okay, he's gonna run outside and just. I didn't light it. Mush- yes, you did. You said you lit it. Did I? Yes, yeah, you did. And Damn I'm gonna it. German grenade throw this as far as I can towards the direction we came. Nina, can can Nina also do a uh, what you call it, a fire bolt in that direction? Sure. I'll I start put with out my hand. Rem, well you you, you can't. What you did hand. was you transferred your light to well, yes, the but torch. you gave it to the torch. Oh, okay. Rem, go ahead and roll a strength check. Seven. Seven. So you, you like, like pushed your way past them, kind of stumbling a little bit because you're still, like, half asleep. Cock your arm back and hurl this torch, and it flies about 30 feet out of the camp that you guys are in. It'll light up a 20-foot radius, okay. too, wherever it lands. So there's, like, this, this like, light just going whoosh, Oh. Whoosh. Bright light, a 20-foot radius, and then dim light, another 20-foot radius. Yeah. yeah. So We're about fucked. 40 feet out of this camp, just thump, didn't didn't make it very far. It's the light is still like hitting 
the tent that Ariel and Tempest were in. <laughs> and Kanina wanted to do a firebolt in that direction. Yes. Go ahead and roll me a d8. Uh, a d4. D4. Okay. At his fail of when it lands and it doesn't go very far, I'm allowed to dismiss the light as it as an action, I think. Yeah. Would I be able to do that then? After Ariel casts her firebolt. You Nina. Mean, um, Nina. Just a flat d4? Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two. Two? Okay. So you launch a firebolt off in the direction that you think they are. Mm-hmm. How? What's the range on firebolt? Yeah, let's see. I think it's 120. It is 120. All right, since it is a bolt of fire, I'll say that it lights up the same as the light spell, where you'd have 20 feet of bright and then another 20 feet of dim light. Mm-hmm. And as you, you've cast out this firebolt and it kind of soars, starts to fall, and hits the ground and snuffs out, in a split second, you see two shapes standing off about 150 feet away. Can we recognize then, the shapes? And then pretty much in that same instant, the light from the torch that was lit up with the spell. Just, so it ends up being total darkness. And because we just had bright light in our hands, we are all night blind. Which isn't an actual condition in d <laughs> Well, for a, for a human Thank it is. For people with dark vision, And Rem, yes, you would have noticed the shapes as being a couple gnolls. Okay. Currently, with their bows. their long yeah their long bows out, and everyone that is kind of gathered up in the center of this camp. Did I see them drawing? Like, were they in draw, or were they just kind of standing there? Can gnolls swim? Yes, they're humanized dogs or hyenas. Tempest, does a thirteen hit you? Mm, oh no. Nope. No. 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 I scrolled up, and it was just blank. I was like, okay. Show up. <laughs> Come on. No, it does not. Kanina, does an 18 hit you? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. If it would hit me, I'd say yes. yes. <laughs> it hit me, too. So probably what it what would have happened is as Kanina shot out this bolt of fire, the gnolls saw, like, saw you extremely clearly. Mm-hmm. And an arrow... Strikes you right in the shoulder for where is the die that I need? D6. Nope. We are all going to die. two points of damage. Only two? Okay. So yeah, she'll kind of stagger back and just like, ah, jeez. Ow, got and me. <laughs> Tempest would have would have heard the one whiz like right by her and land bot, like 10 feet behind. Just. Can I grab it? <laughs> you can. You'd have to search for it. All right, I'm blind. How about we roll initiative? <laughs> okay. Oh. Putting that one away. Okay, turquoise, let's go. Nice. Yes. Okay, I like turquoise nice. better. All right. Let me get an initiative nice. tracker going. Initiative. Ram, you're a military guy. What do we do in an amb- ambush? Normally, we try to light up the enemy, take cover, and return fire. Or retreat! Into a lake? (laughs) Yeah, your retreat point is kind of where you guys are right now. 
What if Tempest was strong enough to move the water, make it a big wall, and we'll stand on the other side on dry land? Flood them out. You do that. <laughs> I don't I don't think I can move that much water. Maybe you can push them away with water. <laughs> it's probably like a 20-foot cube. Because even like two inches of water can sweep you off your feet if it's powerful enough. <laughs> Banana peel. Water the size of pencil lead can cut titanium mm-hmm. at high enough pressure. There we go. Ultra power! (laughs) (laughs) My hydrojet killed him. If we left the wagon and the horses and fled into the woods... We'd probably run into more of them. I can manipulate water within a five-foot cube. Okay. She can splash them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ram. Up to five feet in the direction. I have 22. Ariel. 17. Oh, wait, plus initiative. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, people, there are numbers on 20. the sheet that we add to the things we roll. 20, I need to move my sorcerer cards off of my page so I actually look at it. I didn't have my spell sheet last time, so I was using <laughs> D&D Beyond, but I didn't know where to see that, and I forgot about it. So. Okay, so 20 for me. Okay, Kanina. 16. And Tempest. 21. Mm. Boom. But I'm blind. As am I. And, yeah, I can't light fire until my turn. You guys would be in kind of a dim light. You probably can... Can we see them? You guys are probably at, like, disadvantage in the current state of things. Dim light because of the moon? Um, With how far away they are, though, you just wouldn't even really be able to make an attempt. You, you would have... The same way that I did for Kanina of kind of having a random chance to hit them. Okay. Um, I'm still writing my initiatives down. But seeing where the arrows are coming from, they can kind of Which is why Kanina got a, got a D4 because one and four would have been off of their direction, but two and three were in the right direction. Nice. Is everybody ready? No. Yep. I mean... I have no idea what we're going to do or how we're going to live through this, but yep. Rem, you are up first. So having seen the arrows come in and narrowly miss, who's... Like, what's the standing order, do we know? Oh, I mean, they, they hit Kanina. Well, I know, but I mean, like, who's standing next to me, in front of me, like... I don't know... I, I'm probably standing next to you because I went out and threw the fireball... Okay. With you. And I'm standing slightly slightly behind her. Okay, so I think I'm probably. You're probably still at the wagon. No, because I came out and I put out that light. So I'm probably. As I'm stepping out of the wagon and I see it's like not very far and giving away where I'm going to turn and basically grab uh, both Nina and Tempest's shoulders. And I'm going to shove them towards the wagon to interpose the wagon between us and where the fire is coming. Oh, my shoulder! <laughs> be like, take cover! And just shove them and go with them. Are you guys resisting? Nope. No. I'm probably flinching in pain a little bit. Mm. Ow! Not the direction I was going to go, but no. It's a big, solid piece of wood between us and arrows. Okay, so Rem is pushing cover who? behind the tent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tent is canvas. I was closer to the tent than the Everything I thought you came with her, movement. so you kind of, like, met us in the middle. I mean, you guys are in, like, probably a 40-foot 
diameter. That's what I figured. Yeah. That were. But I mean, like, just push them towards the yeah. wagon to use it as cover. And that'll be it. And I can't see them, so yeah. Okay. Tempest, you're up next. So, uh, I have cover behind the wagon now? You do. You are currently in what you believe to be cover behind the wagon. There's an arrow stuck in the wagon, right? Yes. Can I recover the arrow? Can you see the arrow? Go ahead and roll perception. (laughs) You're close, so I'm not going to make you do it at disadvantage, but... I think I have a plus five, so that would be a 19. Okay, yes, you can see an arrow. I'd take it out, and and I will just immediately knock it, but holding until I can see them better. All right, so everyone hears as Tempest, like, reaches around the wagon. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm down to almost half my supply of arrows. I have to be careful. After Tempest, is Ariel's turn? Can't be shooting willy-nilly. Um, so Rem, you said that we need to light up the enemy? Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't see them. We need to see them. Do I see a good tossing rock on the ground? (laughs) Roll perception. Good tosser. Probably not. I rolled a 10. You find a, like, softball or, uh, like, tennis ball-sized rock on the on the ground around one of the cartwheels. All right, so I'll I'll pick that up and light it and throw it the direction that her firebolt went. All right, roll me a strength check and a d4. Uh, so strength is 13 and I rolled a 1. <laughs> okay, so you I pick up I need to up- give up on these t- this color. <laughs> you pick up this small like tennis ball sized rock quickly cast light and go to throw it and your foot like slips a little bit and instead of throwing it in between the cart and the tent like you meant to you end up throwing it like right over the cart and it flies about 50 feet out and just like rainbows (laughs) but from the direction that you threw it you see nothing of like importance okay well I can't put it out because I that takes an action I already use my action so after Ariel is Kanina okie doke uh... oh wait I don't think I have cover I'm gonna do my movement and move to them <laughs> <laughs> where they're at <laughs> so can I like try to flatten myself like kind of under almost under the wagon but not like quite like all the way through so that I can actually try to throw spells out from under the wagon. <laughs> you can. You would have to like nudge Rem and Ariel out of the way to squeeze in between them. Yeah. Um, crawling I'm going to say is significantly slower. Mm-hmm. So you would move it half speed after spending half your movement to crouch down like that. So you'd only mm-hmm. be able to like just get under the cart with your current turn. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to do that and then I'd like to uh do firebolt toward their direction All right. from where I know that they lit up before. So. Alright, roll me your d4 plus your spell attack. Nine. A uh, nine wouldn't hit, but what was your d4? Oh, sorry. Uh, 
Uh, no, uh, three for my d4, and then you s- do you want me to roll the attack? Yeah, okay, the- sorry. I didn't do that part. You just okay. said d4 plus my spell attack, so I was just oh. like, oh, okay. Uh, 15. Go ahead and uh, roll damage for me. Okay. Hmm. One. <laughs> so, Kanina, who had already kind of lit them up and, and seen the direction that they were coming from before like lines up the exact same way that she had before maybe a little bit off center from where she was since her location is moved gets a gets a firebolt ready and casts it out at at the same direction and you see it fly out from underneath this cart and the rest of the party can't actually see this because they're all taking cover behind this cart but it hits one of them like right in the shin <laughs> and you see it it like as, as it like slowly burns down into ember, you see it look down and look dead in your direction. <laughs> Bullseye. Oh, he saw me. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Oops. <laughs> Who has dark vision? Nope. <laughs> to 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Rem, it mm-hmm. is your turn. And those don't go. Rem, it is your turn. Oh, great. So Rem's taking cover. He's going to take stock of what's going on. Going to be trying to calculate things. He's, you know, water is in one direction so that defeats moving that way and the forest is probably teeming with more things that are bad. The forest is also like a mile and a half. Yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna turn to the group and be like, do we know how many there are? Nina will call it from under nope. the wagon. Two. Two. So far that we can see. Well, two is better than what was it before, six? Alright, so let's see. What, what what can we do here? I hit one. You hit one? Where? 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 Like, like, in the direction that I hit. <laughs> I, I wasn't watching. Well, Nina, Nina will describe, you know, kind of All whatever. Right. Tempest. Yep. Go. Go? Uh, but I, I can't see them yet, can nope, I? Nope, nobody can. No, nobody can. I, no, guys, do you think we should just go? Try to slip around them? We don't know where, how many, and... Where are we going to go? So we're just Our sitting ducks. haven't even well, rested, All though. of us piling into the wagon isn't going to be a better option. They'll just climb onto our wagon and then eat us all. And try to stealth away? I could. can swim. I, I can cast invisibility. Can <laughs> I can't swim. You want to tie him in a knot? What about Princess? Who cares about the horse? But <laughs> I do. I named it. <laughs> <laughs> we let the horses go. We smack them on the ass. They run in the opposite direction. Everyone roll perception. <laughs> Shit. This is not going Turquoise. well. That's a... Rem? 19. 12. Ariel. Kanina? 7. Tempest? 6. Because it, I got a 1. Rem and Kanina were the only ones above 10, right? Yes. No. I was almost at I 20. was above 10. Okay. I was 12. 12. 19. 10. Okay. So it was Rem and Ariel, as you guys are like having this discussion, kind of arguing amongst each other as to what to do next, here, the, this like claws and then four sets of thumps up on top of this cart. Okay. And let's see. Four sets? Or two. On our cart? Yeah. Yes. Like they jumped onto the roof. They're really fast. They can run 90 feet. We aren't No, you guys away. argued for about 12 seconds while they were still approaching. Yeah, and they can move 90 feet in six seconds. We've established as we were chased. 
Does a 17 hit you, Rab? No. No. Having heard the thump, he's going to be like, you know, immediately just hold his shield above his head. Yeah. So basically, yeah, Rem hears this this thump above him, reflexively imposes his shield in between him and the erection, right as a creature leaps at him, ends up like latching to his shield and pulls it to the ground. Rem, go ahead and roll an athletics check. Athletics or 11? 11. So you like kind of taught you you, you heard it, so you kind of had the 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 forethought. And as it as you feel the weight hit your shield, you just kind of roll your arm back, lay it to the ground, and this creature thumps down next to you, and you hear it scramble onto all fours. Kanina, yes, does a nine hit? No, no. A second creature leaps off from the top of the cart, and you like probably hearing what's happened with Rem like turn to look at him. You do realize I'm under the cart. Too. He's under the you cart. You said that you had came out from the I cart. I did not say that at no, all. I'm still under the cart. She wanted to be propped you under the cart enough to be able when to... When Rem was talking about it, you said you crawled out from the cart and said, I see two. Well, no, she said I, from under the cart. I, say, I, said, I said I shouted out that I see two. I didn't crawl yeah. out from under. I'm still under the cart. Okay. Then rolling back, it would be like Rem hurt the one gets on top of the cart and the second one like charges at the bottom of the cart where this <laughs> firebolt was coming from and is trying to to claw out underneath you but you had come back to join this conversation and I said that this cart was about in D&D terms 10 feet wide so it can't quite get underneath to you mm-hmm. but you you, f- you you feel it's like its breath as it's snapping at you lovely Okay. And because of dark vision, you're like, hey, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, because you were like looking back at the group, and then <laughs> this happens, and you start like you hear it like scratching at you and snapping at you, and you turn and go, oh shit! Never turn your back on the cage. <laughs> Rem, it is your turn. He is immediately going to try to drive his uh, war pick down into the skull of this thing. All right, go ahead and roll your attack. Uh, is 15 to hit 15 will hit and I do max damage which is uh, 14 damage 14 damage okay all right so you had already thrown it to the ground so you knew exactly where it was as you drive this spike down into it while it's trying to it's like it's rolled itself back over starting to stand stand up on all fours and you drive the spike right through its back kind of pushing and pinning it down again. You just hear it let out this yelp in pain and you feel it like wrench itself out from underneath your war pick and stand the rest of the way up. Tempest, it is your turn. Don't I get my bonus action? Oh, what do you want to do for your bonus action? I can do. Um, See, well, this and, is why you don't get your bonus well, action. Well, in movement too, but I was going to say he moves to definitely interpose himself between that creature and you already stuff. are well i didn't know if like it was off to the side and they were no i feel like especially with rem's background the direction that he would have gone for is to put himself already in between him. okay yeah gotcha just want to make sure he... so you're between the thing i just hit the... and everybody else's i can't as close as i can be 
shielding sure us. Basically, he passed me. He threw it like away from the group and made sure that he was in between you guys with his shield up. Yeah, like I, I turned and threw it to the ground of the shield in the same motion, brought the war pick down, and then I'm standing between it and you guys. Okay. But Tempest, it is your turn. You would know all about where this thing is because you're hearing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had an arrow ready this whole time. Okay. So am I able to, like... You would be able to move to a point where you can take a shot where you think this is. It will be at disadvantage because you are doing it from ranged. Rem, who would put it exactly where it was, already knew where he was swinging for. Okay. So you can see its shape, but you're getting disadvantage because Just disadvantage. It's, it's dim. You're basically shooting at a shadow. Okay, let's try. Let's go for it. Okay, that's not good. And remember, <laughs> inspiration, <laughs> people. Inspiration. I'm going to roll that one again. You're going to inspiration that one? Uh, No, because it never actually landed. It was oh. like in my coat pocket. Okay. Um, but like the story. My, my third roll was worse anyway. <laughs> what do you care? Um, that is a seven. A seven? You, you got one chance. But are you encouraging me to use my I am saying that before I say what happens, you have a chance. Okay, I'll use my inspiration. <laughs> we'll try this one more time. A 15 hits. <laughs> well, that's a 21. Hey! Okay. Misses. <laughs> Wait, but it was still a disadvantage, so then would I take the lower out of the two, not including the last lowest one? See, this is this is one of the work? problems with one of the feats that exist in the game, but I am going to give you that roll that you get for your inspiration, because basically the way I've always done it is when you roll inspiration, you pick which dice you use. Okay. Especially since you only get it once per session, unless you do something that I decide to award it to you for. It was either a 13 or a 21. Well, I'm going to let you take that 21. So, yet you hit. Rem Rem already told you that it's 15 hits. Okay. Um, So, Rem's just like, on a scale of 1 to 20, you want to hit, like, right in a 15 for power. (laughs) (laughs) Get it? Good, good bout. Three quarters. <laughs> Are they within sixty feet? Yeah. Can they're I? like they're, on they're, top they're of like us. within twenty feet. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. That's what I thought. I was just checking. They're in your camp. Well, one of them, I guess, is technically on the outside of the camp because it's trying to trying to wedge itself under the cart to get Kanina. He's trying to eat my face. <laughs> It's a little hard to do under a wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Suplex the wagon on top of him. Nina's pretty strong. Stay away from his teeth. Um. I just want Nina to like get a, like a luchador mask. <laughs> Nina grabs the the near side of the cart and just lifts and rolls it on top. Yeah, she'll just go back and just like whoops. Would I have had Smushing. to establish my Slayer's prey before I rolled the hit? Yeah. I don't know. I would say yes. Because it's just a bonus. I guess I will just roll my damage. That's eight points of damage. No, with all your modifiers and stuff? Yeah. Okay. And as my bonus action, I will focus my ire on that one as long as I didn't just kill it. Okay. 
So you kind of you you like sidestep around where the fire was, keeping an eye where you knew that this creature was from Rem throwing it to the ground. Your bow was still drawn, and you just let loose exactly where you see this this shape in dim light. And it pierces, like, as it stands up and goes at Rem, it pierces right through its chest, bringing the, this knoll back, and it just falls down, and you see it quiver a couple times. And as it hits the ground and stops moving, you just kind of narrow your eyes at it. Just, <laughs> you hate that body. <laughs> Here. <laughs> soul is mine. <laughs> I already did that bit. Uh, after Tempest is Ariel. Ariel can't see the other one, right? Well, you can no. see like it's well, normal I light can... for 60 feet. I know, but I'm behind Logistically, you. Logistically, you can't see it. It is underneath yeah. a cart yeah. behind Kanina. Like, all you gotta do is like lean over. If I lean, I can see it? Yeah, if you were to like, look under the cart. Hey guys, there's another one right in front of me. Probably <laughs> I probably would have heard it and even, heard Nina. You'd have the movement if you wanted to run around the cart too. Um, it's I'm flanking. I'm gonna run around the cart so that way it's in between Nina and I, and I'm going to firebolt it. All right, go ahead and uh, roll your firebolty stuff. <laughs> Let's make sure I use my spell attack one. Looked like it was almost good. I'm gonna use my inspiration. You've been rolling a lot of fours. I'm using this one. <laughs> it's still this a lot one of fours. Was, this one was doing well. Welcome ah, to okay. random number generator the game. That's better. Yeah, use your fancy 17. Bets. 17 will hit. Okay. Is the null prone? Technically. Wait, do I get anything for flanking it? Flanking you and prone? The, you wouldn't yeah, have the I went movement around. To, to totally flank it. Okay. Well, it gets... Also, it would be a plus two, but you already hit. Well, and I don't think oh. that applies to a ranged attack anyways. Well, okay. to be truly flanking, she would have to be within five feet, and the spell would then get disadvantage for being in melee. My, uh, uh-uh. That's not how spells work. In My spell position. doesn't. Wait, this spell's damage increases... With levels. Oh, yeah, we're not fifth level yet, though. One more level. I know. Right? <laughs> I kept thinking I that too. I hit for six point. And now right, I'm going to so die because it sees me. <laughs> and I'm not underneath anything. But it's facing me face. How much movement did it take for me to get around? <laughs> All of it. Like 20 feet. Okay, I'm going to use my my last 10, 10 feet to backpedal. <laughs> okay, to, to tuck back behind the wagon again. Yeah. So you... you like you know what's on the other side of this cart you run around really quick readying a firebolt spin around the corner of the cart see it loose your fireball right at it it hits it square in the back and just and just and you see like you, you get this you and Kanina get this strong like dirty burnt fur smell it's not very pleasant and that's a good smell at this point you take like <laughs> like a half a second to realize that it's now turning and looking up at you and you just spin back to the front of the cart again. Kanina, mm -hmm. it is your turn. Okay, so she's kind of kind of, uh, how far away is it from me again? 10 feet, you said? No, it's it... like five feet away now. Uh, okay. Because it was, it was coming underneath this cart. 
Okay, so I can reach out and touch it? Yes. Okay, she's going to reach out and touch it with Shocking Grasp. Okay. And... So it says, Lightning springs forth from your hand to deliver a shock to a creature you try to touch. Make a melee spell attack against the target. So That is your spell. Or roll a d20 with your spell attack modifier. Okay. <laughs> 25. 25 totally hits. <laughs> Okay. Is it a net 20? No, 19. Wow. He's not wearing metal armor, right? Let me check really quick. No. Okay. Uh, okay I'm not fifth level, so I roll 1d8 lightning damage, and it can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. Was I within five feet? No. Okay. I was saying if you were going to flank, to be flanking you. Oh, you do? Uh, five damage. Okay. Well, five damage. I can never damage. flank. <laughs> Chris was right. If I'm within five feet, I do have disadvantage or whatever on my spells. Yeah, I, I realized that when Kanina read that one, because there's a difference between a ranged spell and a melee spell attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to think, like, is there anything different with this? Because I've never done a melee spell attack before. So, like, this this knoll is trying to, to crawl underneath to you. It gets hit in the back with a firebolt, turns, and like you kind of take advantage of the moment of distraction, reach out to the paw that was trying to get at you, and just arc lightning through your body into it. <laughs> nice. And you just hear like this sizzling, and like it, 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 it starts jerking around as it's electrified and eventually it just stops and falls it, like it just lays flat like two feet away from you Don't it's, me, it's head just like falls its tongue laying out mm. right in front of your face I kind of and shake it's like a bit. <laughs> all, all black and charred so I'm kind of I kind of shake the paw a little bit and looks like it's not moving so it looks dead yes. <laughs> essentially so yeah oh boy. it's dead <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, yeah, so it, 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 look, it looks pretty dead. Okay. It smells dead, too. Rim's going to hit the other one that fell to the ground in the head. And also, to make sure. Nina's going to crawl out from under the cart now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She'll crawl out on the side that Ariel is. So you guys have two dead gnolls in your camp now. You mm-hmm. have Search no, the bodies. <laughs> no campfire or anything. Mm-mm. You just have the dim light of the moon. Everyone go ahead and roll a perception check. Are these the two we missed? I don't think the DM's going to tell us that. I'm waiting for the perception to be resolved first, Rem. 15. Ariel. 6. Kanina. 12. Tempest. 20. Rem and Tempest. You just both notice that there is a little bit of cloud cover starting to form. Can we can we get the fire, light, something? Uh, Nina's going to go ahead and whip out a torch and light it with her ignite fire. I'm going to light the wagon when he says that. The whole wagon? As much as my little... I think little, it has to be like a small 20... object. Nina's going to do this before Ariel starts to move. I'm going to light 10 feet of the wagon. Which Go- 10 feet? Wh- I'm close to. The door? I going to give it a dome light? Where am okay, I standing? Because so, so I went enough, around the front, this, right? Oddly enough, like this side, like the back corner panel in five feet in both directions... Well, just just lights up, and and that that ten foot of uh, light that I created also puts twenty 
But yeah, I know how bright. light works. Yeah, we already covered so, light bright, today. Dim, nothing. I'm just saying it again, just to visualize. Very like, bright. Nina's gonna just go like, ahead and start packing God. up some of our stuff, and uh, she's gonna be like, "Guys, I think we should move on. I don't think it's safe here anymore. Let's, let, there's a town. Bodies. There's a town not too far away. We can kind of see it from here. So maybe we should continue on. Should we throw the no bodies in the lake? No. Okay. Well, I will. Kind of, kind of dial back. Okay. Rem. Like, while Kenina's is doing this, you wanted to search bodies, so go ahead and roll investigation. On First, we'll do the body that's in camp that you spiked yourself. So he can see it well now because I lit the, yes, the tent, right? Yeah, it's very bright. <laughs> or not the tent, uh, the wagon. 21. The wagon. A 21. As you are, like, going through it, it's got some somewhat ratty leather armor. It's got a small shield that was strapped to its back and a spear kind of, like, tucked through the side of it. It had that long bow, and it has six arrows left. Okay, he'll gather the arrows and hand them to Tempest. Alright. Thank you. While you're kind of digging through it, you're noticing these little scraps of clothing that look like the clothes that travelers, commoners, villagers would wear. And you find a small silver cup, like, tucked into its belt. Like that. How many arrows was that? Six. Six. Thank you. And then the other one? With the roll for that one. Did you take anything else other than the arrows? A small silver cup. Okay. You also find two gold pieces on that same knoll. Go ahead and roll an investigation for the knoll as you walk around the back of the cart. Meanwhile, while this is happening, mm-hmm. Kanina is sitting there saying, I think that we should be packing up. Like, she's picking up bedrolls and saying, I think we should move camp. We should get to the town. Mm-hmm. Ariel agrees and she 15. sees that and is helping. Okay. 15. As. You are investigating the second knoll. You're noticing the the like some arrows that are already broken off in it. Some do they look like some marks well-made that arrows? A, yeah, some <laughs> marks that appear to have been made by spells that weren't shocking grasp or firebolt. So not us. Can I like dig my fingers into an arrow wound to see if I can get an arrowhead out? <laughs> That is <laughs> totally gross. <laughs> just trying to like pull it out to see. Go ahead it and look at it. and yeah, just yeah, you can. He okay, cuts so. his finger on the arrowhead and gets the poisonous disease. From him. <laughs> like grabbing the shaft behind the arrowhead and like wiggling it out. Is it? I mean, like, can I have having been in the army and things and like that? Can I tell by looking at the arrowhead if, if it's like dwarven made or elven made or anything like that? Tempest, where will your arrows have come from? <laughs> oh gosh, Standard I don't human. even know. This could be the what one would, that I, like human like, made. Yeah, like she would got you them just at a them? trading port. <laughs> yeah, I think they'd just be standard you know human. standard craft. So yeah, you would recognize them as kind of your your standard arrows. Not okay, n- definitely special. not military issue. There's nothing intricate or special material like wise. Broadhead hunting bow. Yeah. Okay. Does he look? So, yeah, I'll look at it and then I'll look over at Tempest. And be like. These look like yours. Are they mine? Tempest would probably go. Does it look like mine? I don't look at my arrowheads very no, much. Kanina glance you know the over. Last time I shot a bow. About Can, three minutes ago. Kanina glance over and see <laughs> if it looks like it has like acid burns or something on it. Yeah, like it's spell marks that weren't yeah. spells yeah. from. Yeah. Can I look? Do I don't recognize the spell marks on it as being? Well, actually. I thought you're helping me. Kanina can't. Kanina can't right now because yeah. you're currently packing up. Well, I just said to glance over. Can I glance over and see any ob- anything obvious on it? 
as I'm packing, because I'm going back and forth right next to the bodies to pack up the wagon. <laughs> well, it's on the backside. Probably how this would happen for you to see is Rem comes around with a with an arrow in his hand and just go, "Hey, Tempest, you recognize this?" And you would kind of take a peek around and look at the, and yes, you would see some some like acid burns along with the fire from before. Oh, hey, that's one that we talked earlier. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I think this is the ones that stayed behind when we were chased. Yeah, I knew there was still some in the area. We should, probably shouldn't have camped here, but we well, wanted to recover. Yeah, so. but I mean, if this is it, that's pretty good. I'm, I was more worried it was going to be new ones. If it was new ones, we had more to worry about. Yeah, but who knows Same if these party. are scouts or something, so perhaps True. we should continue on. So she'll continue packing up and heading out, getting the horses ready, start cooking the mug again. <laughs> so Ariel and Tempest had heard Kanina kind of talking about wanting to pack up camp before, so you guys can go ahead and and respond to this as it's happening. Ariel said that she was helping yeah, me. and then I'm rolling up the tent. Rim will go around and check on the horses to see if they look like they're rested at all or if they need... Like, I mean, they ran, so they got their hour of rest, so they might not be too bad, but... <laughs> they do not look... I mean, they would be rested, but you can tell looking at them that they would not have the energy to get up to a gallop or anything yeah. right now. You could you could hitch them, from what Rem would know, you could hitch them up to the cart. They could pull it, but it would just be at a standard walking pace for them. Yeah. Yeah, Nina's like pretty much, you know, she's hooking them up. She's, you know, stroking their sides and kind of noticing that they're tired as well, but she'll still hook them up. And- Where did you see this town? Can you look at me notes? <laughs> We do have notes. I don't remember the town. Yeah, there's a town. The town, um, to kind of help for listeners as well, the town was to the southwest. Um, it is at the base of the mountain. It is a fairly small walled town that you guys had seen. Like, as you guys were getting camped together, you would have seen torches being lit along this wall. And also high up in the mountain, you see some torches almost directly above it. Guestimate of the distance to this town? Uh, 25 miles. Okay, so in a standard walking wagon pace, we wouldn't make it there tonight. No. No, you'll be making it there by about midday. Yeah, I was going to say like two two days to three days. To no, it's days. about a day. Well, I just well, went by wagon trains used to travel about 10 miles a day. But yeah, Nina will propose that, you know, seeing how far away it is too, that she'll just be like, well, we can take turns shifting on um, people can sleep in the back. We so get, we can the horses need rest too. Yes, but I think we should still continue forward. Yeah, well, we can definitely find a new, probably better defensible position, but... It's one of those things where you guys can push the horses, like, as, well, yeah, as long as you're not... Kill them. You probably you would know that they probably aren't going to, to die if you push them through a full, a full uh, like, extra day's worth of travel. You just know that after the run before, you cannot make them... Ascent- to mechanically put it, you cannot make these horses dash right. again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But as long as you keep a, a slow, easy pace, they would be able to make it through. Mm-hmm. Especially if someone wanted to throw some healing magic their way. I don't have anything. Till I sleep. Well, the healing potion work on them. Yeah, I was like, it wait wouldn't a make minute. Them drink it. it wouldn't really be the same. Well, I don't have any healing. Yeah, we are out of spells and things. That's why I was saying, like, find a better place to camp. More defensible. You can say that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I said, well, let's move. I, I I agree with moving camp. Let's try to find a place that's a little bit more defensible. We can set up the wagon as like a wall. 
maybe against a tree bank or a hill bank and then so pass out. Were they um, uh, within 30 feet of when I casted the prayer of healing on all of us at camp? Yes. Then they did get the 10 healing points. (laughs) Okay. Because I could do six creatures and we're only four. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, that that may... If if Ariel points that out... Up to six. Yeah. Like... Not that you choose. That's why it's a second it just, level. Well, up to six would mean that she up gets to, to six choose within them. the thirty feet. I could pick six people within thirty feet. Well, you that's so you're retconning that you specifically chose the horses. Is that I would have. Asking? Yeah, I probably okay. would have picked all of us, especially princess. princess, for princess. Sure. Hello. Okay. <laughs> so well, probably then what would be happening is Rem is saying like I don't think we can push these horses before they've they've been through a lot, and Ariel just kind of speaks up. I did. Yeah. heal them a bit earlier when I was helping heal everybody else. Not a lot, and, but a bit. Okay. And enough to say that I think we can push, like, it's... But just realize, if, if nobody sleeps tonight, including us and the horses, we're gonna be exhausted tomorrow. Well, I'm just saying that we could switch off, so I'll I, I'll continue my watch and you guys can get some rest in the back, okay. and then we'll switch off uh, driving the cart, so. so... But that would still mean in the morning we're probably gonna have to stop to let the horses sleep. Well, yes, we'll, we'll stop when we get there, and we'll just have to we'll make camp in a better lighted area. So They're going to be Speaking exhausted by fatigue. morning, and then they won't be able to move. They'll be moving at half speed. Rem. Mechanically speaking, they'll be moving at half speed after that. Rem, besides the horses, I only have the energy for one small spell. Yeah, me too. I know. I'm saying, so like, that, that's why I was saying, let's move to someplace defensible. Let's okay, um, before sleep. before we continue this, um, so for us to get a full rest, we need that whole eight-hour thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So in that time, will the horses be exhausted by the end of that eight hours? You don't just get exhausted. Mm-hmm. It's a con save to mm-hmm. become exhausted. Okay, so there's so still a there chance. So there is a chance that you can push them, and they will be able to push through without sleep. And I was actually, like, already up on sleep. Within eight hours, are we going to have to roll for the horses? Whoever stays awake the whole time would. If we rest on the wagon, we would not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, oh, for the horses, though. To, to help clarify to some things mechanically, going without a long rest. A long rest is never mandatory, but going without sleep does have its consequences. If you want to account for the effects of sleep deprivation on characters and creatures, use these rules. Whenever you end a 24-hour period without finishing a long rest, you must succeed a DC 10 constitution saving throw or suffer one level of exhaustion. It becomes harder to fight off exhaustion if you stay awake for multiple days. After the first 24 hours, the DC increases by 5 for each consecutive 24-hour period without a long rest. The DC resets to 10 when you take a long rest. Okay, so, so mechanically speaking, if you choose not to sleep, it is just a DC 10 constitution save that gets worse each day. Okay, so basically morning will be 24 hours for those horses. So what if Probably. we keep going and see where we are at morning, That's see if we I find said. something. And then I was saying, see like, how if, we, they are. if we go to morning, we could try pushing it through or they're going to want to sleep. Because you're also not talking about a smart animal or a smart person that can... I can choose to stay awake for 24 hours. A horse is going to want to sleep. It's going to stop taking orders as well. It's going to become ornery. Think of like a small child. Okay. I'm just. Tent is in the cart. Mechanically speaking, it's not a car. (laughs) 
We're not saying it's a car, but he's saying that we can push them yes. onwards. You know, we, we have a chance of exhausting them. But I'm, I'm okay. Basically, Kanina's um, setting up and saying we should, we should just push through and get our rest and recover as much as we can, and then we'll stop when there's at least light that a half of our party can see in the morning. So okay, that's fine. Tempest, how do you feel about this whole situation with trying to drive the horses? You've been very quiet. I don't know. I feel like she's just having a hard time, like, well, when she's very tired. She feels fine, but she's very tired. And she's just having a hard time wrapping her head around how much shit has happened <laughs> since she got off that boat. And if she really wants to do this... New character. <laughs> no. I don't but... want another new, new character. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the that's the the gag for our, our thing. Tim, Tempest takes the other unnamed horse into the night and goes back to the town <laughs> and back to the ship. <laughs> the other unnamed and then horse. we run into the hobo. <laughs> no, um, I mean, I guess we just don't want to push the horses too much. Like, if, if we're gonna keep moving, we should take it slow. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll keep an eye on them, and I'll I'll let you guys all get rest. I'll continue this since it's technically still my watch, and I'll just keep going through the night until we reach a good stopping point for the morning. So, would we be able to long rest inside the wagon? Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you would all be able to. to <laughs> I've slept in a car. <laughs> yeah. So Tempest will get in the wagon. Yeah, you know, make sure the rest of our stuff is pretty much packed up, and then she'll light like a torch and kind of, you know, mount it somehow next there to her. Would, there would be like be something for, yeah, that's for what mounting thinking. it at the front of the front yeah. of the cart. Some sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'll mount two on the sides and have them beaming forward now. Do you have yeah. a light cantrip? I don't. We create headlights. Well, then Ariel will see the torch and ask if you want some non-fire type how long does isn't, it last yeah and isn't like oh, concentration uh, it lasts for an hour i guess that wouldn't really help be helpful and I think it'd be helpful for an hour is it concentration no. so if you offer yeah um nina will just be like oh no it's good I, I can create my own fire for a while you save up on your spells and get some rest okay she'll kind of call it like everybody ready she'll make her last you know adjustments to the horses and stuff and make sure everything's secured Ariel's going to set up and get comfy. To them and just be like, please, please just survive. Yeah. Give them each a sugar. You can, you can do it, buddies. <laughs> I'll make it through this. I promise you can, you'll get all the treats and rewards you want as soon as we make it through the night. <laughs> yeah, she'll mount up her torches. She'll have some at the ready kind of next to her next to her, because she can light them with the touch. So as, as the torches run out, she'll relight them as she goes. <laughs> so this whole, this whole Doesn't trip a torch just... last for... I think it lasts for an hour. It might last for a couple hours. Yeah, so I have, I think, 10 torches because I don't think I've used them before. So, because the standard is 10. So, I will have tor- my torches at the ready. <laughs> Just light. in case. Yep. Because you need to start throwing them and create a perimeter. Yep. I've never used mine either. Mm-hmm. This whole situation just got very interesting with the way the, the yeah, torch burns for one hour. And if you make a melee attack with a burning torch and hit, it deals one fire damage. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's that's part of its listing, too. Good to know. So, yeah, the the, the horses somewhat reluctantly start, start pulling away as Kanina spurs them on in the direction of this town. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, she was the one that really made note of it, so she's going right in the right direction. 
Lake. Lake is on the north side, not going right into the lake. And hey, look, I see lights reflecting. That may speed the town <laughs> into the water. Really wisp. <laughs> yeah. Follow the shiny light off into the distance. And about half an hour into this, you would like feel as the horses the kind of kind of go up over the the lip ledge up onto the main road, and you're no longer just traveling along the uneven plains. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Adventures in Aurelia. If you are liking what you hear, consider rating the show and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you know someone who likes fantasy stories and think they might like the show, help them find us by showing them adventuresinarelia.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to us monthly on Patreon at patreon.com slash adventuresinarelia. If you'd like to get in touch with us, there is a link to our Discord in the show notes, or you can email us at feedback at adventuresinarelia.com. Lastly, we'd like to thank the artists who provide music for us to use in the show. Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Tabletop Audio, Vinswep, Sirenscape, Alexander Nakarada from Serpent Sound Studios, Adrian Von Ziegler, Jamie Brace, Derek and Brandon Feichter, and Scott Buckley. You can find links to all of these wonderful artists at adventuresinarelia.com slash music. Thank you for listening. <laughs>